Ah, welcome back. Howdy, howdy. Yeah. I was just yawning as you said, you're like, you're doing it. And I'm like, oh, crap. I was not ready for this. Um, I feel bad because I'm like, it's busy time for you, graduate boy. Man, I need to be done with school. That's uh, tough. That's uh, tough. took an exam yesterday. How'd it go? Well, I took two. I got the grade back on one of them. I got a uh, 55. Don't know what the average was yet, but I finished with an AB. No. Damn. Bummer. Do you want to disclose what class that was or not really? My business class. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I've done really well on all of the other tests. So this one I was like, yeah, it'll be fine. I did the same thing in my uh, my accounting class. And last semester, I kind of was just this is these last two semesters have been my when I say worst semesters, it's not like terrible, but like they've been my lowest GPA since freshman year first semester freshman year. Why? Uh, I think it's just like this is like I'm working a part time job as well. And like they're harder classes, like 300, 400 level classes. I'm doing the pod and then it doesn't help that I built my own computer. So I'm focused on that. And then I got hooked on anime. So it's like I think it was just like a bad time for it. Like if I got hooked on anime last year, it might have been better during the COVID school. But uh, it's like sounds like the consequences of your own actions right now. Oh, it definitely is. There's there's one anime that I'm watching right now that is so good. It's called Vinland Saga. It's a Viking anime. I'd recommend it if you have Amazon Prime. Viking anime? Ooh. It's really, really, really good. Nice. Nice. It's pretty baller. But anyways, finals are coming and you're well, finals are done for me. Not done for me. I got a final report and a final paper or not paper exam. But by the time everyone's listening to this, we'll be long past finals and we'll be out of state on vacation. Yeah. Catching Mentally. flights, not catching grades. Isn't the, well, I guess for me, I catching flights, not feelings, but. Um, yeah, no. Oh God. I'm so excited for Kenobi. Well, yeah. So this is what we can chat about here. You're listening. The, for those who are listening to this episode, you're probably hearing it about like a week before Kenobi comes out. But um, yeah, we've been, Long have I waited. Long have I waited. I'm hyped. We're about like, what, a little uh, over two weeks away? Yeah, we're, we are in the home stretch. We got, yeah. Wait, yeah, we are just, just over two weeks away. Throwback to when this was supposed to be a movie and they invited you and McGregor to the solo premiere and then it tanked at the box office and they're like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. I remember, I remember Kathleen Kennedy, like we're going to announce our next standalone film like in two days. Then nothing ever happened. They're like psych. Dude, I'll tell you what Lucasfilm is a little too reactionary around like social media and box office stuff. Oh Yeah. Like solo two or solo solo two should happen. Solo two um, should happen. Like, cause like, I'll be honest. I wasn't ever asking for a Han solo movie. I didn't really need to know it. I'm now asking for a sequel. It, now that I have it, I'm asking for a sequel. I'm a hundred percent asking for a sequel. Yeah. It's, it's good and it's enjoyable. And I don't know. Yeah. It's a bummer that they, I mean, I'll, I, I will say this though. I am happy. Kenobi is coming out as a series and not a movie. 
It's a smarter move. It's a it much is. smarter move. Oh, yeah. Because, sorry, I'm taking a drink of water here, but. Well, okay. So, actually, I think you and I can play off of this for a second while you drink your water. But, like, it, it, we want it to be focused more on Kenobi, tailored towards him. Like, it's a six-hour, it's a six-episode limited series. Please use, like, 90% of that runtime focused towards Kenobi and not other. Yeah. Kenobi and Anakin. Yeah. I Yeah. But when, it's, when, it's an, when they say it's an Obi-Wan Kenobi show, it is an Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker show, and I have no issue seeing Anakin Skywalker. I am a little concerned about how they're going to use this Inquisitor, the second sister, Reva, whatever her name is. Third I'm sister. A little, I'm, I'm a little concerned. She's the in a lot sister. of stuff. Not be, third sister, whatever. Sorry. Fish mammal, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm a little concerned. Not because I don't care about her character. I would care about her character if it wasn't in this series. Yeah, I know. It's just like this is the last time we get to see Kenobi and it's like I, I want this to be more focused. Like I want this to be focused on him. We might. I don't know, because he did say I think he is asking. I, I saw something recently where he was like, yeah, it's such a great time. I want to come back. I want to do some more. So if they want to have me back, I'd love to be back. And I was like, oh, you know, who else someone. is saying that, though? Sam Jackson. Yeah, but like. Sam Jackson isn't getting his own series. Yeah, but I mean, people want him to come back, and you and I don't want him to come back. Not because we don't like Sam Jackson, but we just no, don't like his character. I would have no problem Sam Jackson showing up in a flashback. I would have no problem with that. We don't want him to come back to life, though. In, no. We don't want Mace Windu to come back to life. Like, if he has a flashback in Book of Boba Fett Season 2, because some people are like, Mace Windu is going to be the antagonist of Book of Boba Fett Season 2. I'm like, you should all get your star wars fan cards taken away because you don't understand yeah you don't understand star wars yeah no i'm a i will i am a gatekeeper and i'm totally i'm a i'm a mace windu gatekeeper and that's fine i'm cool with it yeah no i uh i think the kenobi series are like you have to focus i really hope that like we get like at least one episode completely devoted to anakin honestly I would I'll be say, okay with that. Yeah. And I think here's the deal. So my thought is, so they, instead of releasing an episode on Wednesday before celebration, they're releasing two episodes on that Friday. Oh, I, I think we're going to, I think we're going to see something big with Anakin in episode two for everybody to be talking about. Do you think it'll end on like a cliffhanger or do you like the, the second episode on like a cliffhanger that'll have us waiting a week? Or do you think it'll be episode one is like, Here's Obi-Wan. Here's what he's doing. Episode two is here's Anakin. What he's here's what he's been doing. And then like then like after those first two episodes, like, all right, we're going to get rolling into now like the actual like plot. Like we've caught you up now in the 10 years that have passed since Revenge of the Sith. That's not how I thought it was going, but I like that better than what I was thinking. <laughs> OK, well, well, I was curious. So how did you think it was going to go? Well, I, OK, I see something to that extent. The first episode is probably going to be the typical first episode of any series. Nobody's going to be over the moon about like. Every, everyone's gonna think it's good everyone's like i like this this is good it's really hard for like series to have like super gas opening first episodes unless you're the bad batch um, or moon knight yeah moon knight's sitting it's just dropping for me the first um, episode was really good yeah it was pretty good um anyways the first episode will be good it'll be it'll be fine it'll be good i, th- I think it'll be really good second episode though I think we're going to see it like what you said, a lot of Vader and it's either going to end on Vader finding out he's still alive or Obi-Wan finding out Vader is alive. Mm-hmm. And Anakin. 
Well, he knows he already knows Anakin's Vader, but I, it's going to be something like that. You were going to see Vader in episode two, though. No, I, I shoot. I hope we see Vader in episode two. But like, this is something that I wanted to talk about as well. The biggest, the biggest issue with all these Disney Plus series, whether it's Marvel, DC, any of the like Mar- the Disney like properties that they have created on Disney Plus, it is the pacing. Their yeah. pacing is so offbeat. Like they have some fire episodes, for, like one to two back to back. And then like somewhere in the middle, like it's just like a stretch where it's like, okay, what's happening? Like even the Mandalorian is victim of this. Like the Mandalorian is not, it's not free from this like uh, criticism, even season one. Like there, like there's a big stretch where like after episode three, they go to the sanctuary and then they have that uh, Bill Burr episode. Yeah. The gunslinger, like they go on like that three or four episode stretch where it's like, okay, what's really happening now? And like two of those episodes are kind of warranted, but like with this series, Again, Kenobi's like a very, he's near and dear to a lot of people. So I don't think they want to see his time get wasted in his own series. Um, And I don't think we're going to see that mainly because this was originally written as a movie. So, and I think they got to keep a lot of the stuff they were going to initially get rid of. That like just adds little details in the back for this. Mm -hmm. But I think, I think we'll, I think we'll be good on stuff like that. No, I know, but I'm I'm just expressing my concern for it because I mean, just because I don't want to see it where it's like, oh, we have six episodes, we can just like extend out these things and like these minimal things that drag down the plot, like slow down the story. Again, I'm fine with a slow story if it's interesting, but if it's just like dull and boring, I don't want it now. Now, granted, none of this looks dull and boring. I feel like we've only seen all the footage we've seen is. It's very limited. Yeah. This is given we've only seen one thing of Vader and he's probably got a pretty big impact on this show. Yeah, no, I'm I'm beyond gassed up. It's been it's been ages. I always I I know I've said it before and I'll say it again. I always make the joke. I'm like back when um Star Wars was coming out, the sequel trilogy, I was like, okay, once I see the sequel trilogy, if I like just randomly die yeah whatever and then the clone war season seven got announced i was like all right look i gotta see the end of clone war season seven and then if i randomly die it happens and then it was like game of thrones and then i was like okay whatever and then there was like a period of time where i didn't know if anything was gonna come out and now there's kenobi and i'm like you're just like i could die you're like i could die right now and i'd be okay (laughs) no i'm like i gotta see the end of kenobi (laughs) yeah 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 kenobi's definitely I mean, I we've been waiting forever for this, and Obi Wan's easily my favorite character in all Star Wars. I just, oh. I don't get how you can't love him. Listen, all these people who now come came around to love the prequels, who are like older, who used to take a dump on them. F you, man. That was our, <laughs> that was us. We brought that back. <laughs> us kids who grew up with that. All these old people who are like, oh, I kind of like the prequels, and it's like, where were you when we were getting made fun of? Yeah, but then you have these people who are out here like Revenge of the Sith is the best Star Wars movie ever. And it's like, okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. Uh, no, let's no. slow down here for a second. You will not top anything from the original trilogy. Well, yeah. I don't know. You could you could topping Return of the Jedi is not difficult. I, like well, the Return of the Jedi is a fun movie. It's the ending is very good. It's very poetic. Wraps everything up in a nice bow. It's just not Empire. And it's not think, a new hope. I think it's too simple and too clean of an ending. Yeah. 
Like it's like I don't know. Like you could go more in depth with it, where it's like the Galactic Republic. Like I mean, the Galactic Empire. Like what happens to the Senate and the regional governors and everyone else? What happens to the the battle that's going on on Sullust in the meantime? So they just decide just, that Coruscant isn't cool good enough, so they re- relocate to Hosnian Prime. Rowan, then they're still in the outer rim. Why? Again, part one billion. Why are we trying to colonize the outer rim? It's the Wild West. Just let it be. Yeah. Learn yeah. your lesson. You can't control it. But um I uh let's what are what are some things that you want to see from um, Kenobi? Like what are some like big things that you're like Like there's like some like far stretch things that um <laughs> There's some far stretch things that I want to see in the series. And then there's some like things that are more like within grasp. So I'm curious to see, like, do you have anything on your list that you kind of are excited to potentially see? Well, I mean, okay. Everybody knows Qui-Gon's going to show up. Like it's kind of like they're, they're doing a better job than like Marvel's done about like hiding cameos. But if you know, Star Wars, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn's going to show up. Yeah, I feel and like it'd be more of a crime if he didn't show up. Exactly. Like I would be more surprised if he does not show up in the show than if he does, because if Dave Filoni isn't like, dude, nothing like everything you and I have like asked for as Star Wars fans are like this actually needs to like we're like, okay, realistically speaking, this actually needs to happen due to continuity. It'll happen because of Dave. Mm -hmm. Like when we had these theories about the sequels, like we're like, oh, they're probably going to do that. They're not going to do that because they don't pay attention. (laughs) Um but Qui-Gon Jinn will show up. Um, yeah, because I mean, end of episode three, Yoda says, you have training to still do. And Obi-Wan's like, bro, what training do I still have to do? Yeah, he's like, dude, aren't we just aren't we just victims of a genocide? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, Qui-Gon, I kind of forget about him, though. But yeah, Liam Neeson's 100%. He's always down to do more Star Wars stuff. He loved it. He did Phantom Menace without even reading the script, so... He's a lock, I feel like. And he defends Phantom Menace of the Day. He's like, I love that movie. I'm glad we did it. It's like shout out. It's like, damn right, Liam. Be proud of your work. Um, what else? I don't know. What do you want to see? Like, just like an easy hitter off the bat. Well, so I don't know. Easy hitter. I mean, you and I both said Palpatine. We both think Palpatine would be a high likelihood. Yeah, it's gotta be him, because I, I can see him and Vader being like. Vader, like over, it's probably going to be over hologram. I would be surprised if we saw Palpatine in the flesh and not over hologram. Yeah, no, I don't see them interacting. I mean, I think they didn't. The first time that we've seen them, that we saw them interact like together was Return of the Jedi. They were never in person in Empire Strikes Back. It was all hologram stuff. And I mean, even like stuff in, I guess not all the stuff in the comics. I haven't, I'm not completely up to date. So I guess I'm not going to say that because I might be wrong with that. Um, but at least just like from what I'm familiar with, it's kind of like a distance relationship. Again, Vader just yeah. hates himself and like nobody, he just, nobody connects with him, which is why he's on the dark side. He hates but, um, Sheev, He hates everybody. He and she in a long distance relationship. But I mean, speaking of people that like are with him and in person, I mean, this is an interesting one that we could think about. Um, General Moff Tarkin. Oh, <laughs> no. Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, I don't know. I could see them maybe trying to dabble back into the deep fake realm and try to get him. Yeah, I, c- I could see that. But I think at this point in the continuity, like in the timeline, I think Tarkin is working He's a lot more. He's a lot closer with Krennic, which is why I think we're going to see Tarkin and Andor. 
we could see him in this as well. Um, cause if you've read catalyst, the book, um, Tarkin and Krennic are working very closely together on D project DS one, also known as the death star. Um, nice. Not subtle. That's pretty subtle. I yeah, never guessed it. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I could definitely see that. Um, well, so I feel like then if Tarkin would show up, I feel like Krennic would show up as well because we already see in Rogue One that those two have an established relationship, Vader and Krennic. Like Krennic has, it seems like he's gone to Mustafar to see Vader and like bitch and moan about Tarkin because we know what those two, Tarkin and uh, Krennic are not are not yeah, fans of each other. I don't think we're going to see Krennic because the Death Star doesn't like that's Krennic's thing is the Death Star. And I'd be very surprised if like if we saw him, it's going to be him walking out of a meeting or something, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be. I don't think they're. Yeah, Krennic will. I don't think it will show up. Tarkin is a higher, much higher likelihood to put him at like 50 50. Maybe I'd love to see Tarkin. I mean, like, I think that those two again, you see that like, I mean, it seems like Vader's on Tarkin's leash in um, A New Hope. Well, actually, George Lucas did not anticipate Darth Vader to be the big bad of the um, the movies. He needed. He thought Darth Vader wasn't a scary enough figure, so he needed to have a traditional movie villain. So he ch um, cast Peter Cushing as Grand Moff Tarkin. Which is why I think, I mean, it'd be fun to see if they doubled down on that still a bit. Um, but no, I, I, I don't think, yeah. I mean, like everyone knows that Vader is like true, easily more powerful, but I think it's like more of the, the Imperial sort of like someone's always antagonizing Anakin. Yeah. Like he's always, he's always been antagonized throughout the series until return of the Jedi. When he finally like takes a hold of his life and gets a grip on reality. But, um, takes him like 20 some years, but whatever. Exactly. 30 years. Um, one of the next ones that I was curious that I really, really hope, um, but I feel like this is a long shot. I'd love to see commander Cody back. Yeah, I definitely think we could see commander Cody. I really want to see commander Cody back. Cause we never got like a canonical ending for what happens to him. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think there is one right now. No, there isn't. Cause I looked it up. Um, because I was thinking that he was going to show up in the Bad Batch, and he didn't. So he'll show up in the Bad Batch, though. If he doesn't show up in this, he's showing up in the Bad Batch. No, he definitely like I. I would be so surprised because he's like a fan favorite. He's such a fan favorite. The only reason I'd say that he could show up in Kenobi is because after um, Order sixty six, like a lot of the clones, like they got decommissioned, and you see that in Bad Batch where they're phasing them out and they're taking in new volunteers and recruits for the empire so i mean it'd be interesting to see like maybe cody like has to deal with like that impact mentally of him being forced to kill his uh his comrade yeah yeah i mean that'd be a really emotional scene i just don't know where that would fit in like is he gonna run into him is mm -hmm. he gonna like that's that's where the issue i see with something like that because like what is cody gonna find him on tatooine the the only way i could see it happening is like they bump into one another or something yeah i'd be cool with that i don't know yeah i mean it'd be tough or, or maybe cody's even like working as an officer for the empire he could be Ooh, that'd be kind of interesting as long as we don't get live action captain rex you don't want oh god <laughs> there's that fan art of like 
Tamar Morrison as Captain Rex, and it's terrifying. Well, he'll be in um, he'll be in the Ahsoka series, which is in production as of yesterday. Yeah, that's exciting. That is exciting. It's going to yeah. be now like a year and a half now until it comes out. Yeah, I don't really care about Rebels, but shoot, anything with Ahsoka, call me. Oh, in. I'll watch it. I mean, I I love it so. We'll see how they use Ezra and all that jazz, but um, we were chatting about it earlier today. I guess then one of the next ones. You, you, I'll let you say it, dude. If Obi Wan's going undercover, he's going into the crime world. He's gotta, he needs to meet up with the one, the only, the notorious Hondo Onaka. I love Hondo, dude. I think it was like as a kid, because like Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, the guy who does the voice acting for Tigger does the same thing as Hondo. He just feels like comforting and warm, even though he tried to kill Kenobi in like three different times. Oh, he was always trying to kill him. He had him as a prisoner. He's like, Kenobi, we are good friends, but I need to sell you for money. It's like, okay. He took a whole band of uh, Jedi younglings hostage and he was like, ah, it was an accident. <laughs> No, everyone's just like, guys, it's fine. It's Hondo. He's just doing light smuggling, human trafficking. It's fine. He's a dog chasing cars. Yeah. God. I, yeah. So I, Hondo is definitely a reach. Um, I'd love to see him though. I would, if we saw Hondo, I would lose my mind. What, uh, let me, one second. Um, yeah. So this I don't know what happens to Hondo. I don't know. I forget what, Hondo is a Weequay species. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know what the direct name was. Sorry, geez. Boo, fake fan. They're in. Um, we saw it in. We saw one of the Weequay species though in uh, Book of Boba Fett and Mando. Yeah, and they're also in Battlefront too. Yeah, but I'm talking live action. Oh, dude, they're in Return of the Jedi. What are you talking about? Uh, are they? When? Yeah, over the Great Pit of Carcoon. Luke Skywalker hits one and he falls oh, in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Return of the Je- okay, fan. I'm going to be completely honest. Return of the Jedi, I think, is the one that I've se- No, I think I've seen that one the most because Mom really likes that one. Dude, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I've only seen The Rise of Skywalker one and a half times. Cap, we saw it twice in theaters. Oh, we did. Okay, so I've only seen it two and a half times because I watched half of it by myself and I was like, I can't watch this and I turned it off. I uh, I think I re... Nah, maybe not. I don't remember. Mom, No, mom and dad rewatched the sequels and asked backwards order. They started with nine and then they watched seven and eight and I was like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I called them and they're like, yeah, we're watching The Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, why? And they're like, we just wanted to. It's like, okay. Party on, I, know, I remember... I remember telling the story where I heard like a bunch of screaming on like upstairs and I was like, mom and dad really yell arguing at each other. And I opened the door and I started listening. I was like, that's from the TV. And then I was like, what are they watching? And I heard it more and it was rise of Skywalker. And I was like, Oh my God, there was really a lot of arguing in the rise of Skywalker. Dude, a little set, not it's tangent. There was no group dynamic They're, All they would do is just yell at each other. It was not fun to watch them on screen. Yeah, that being, I mean, I I remember reading J.J. Abrams saying it was like he wanted to do a, a reverse of um what it was like in um the original trilogy where like everything was sort of kumbaya with them in the original trilogy a little bit. 
I kind of get where he's coming from with that. It didn't come across as well as I think he was anticipating it to be. Good in theory, not, not great good on paper. In reality. No, great on yeah. good on paper, not great in reality. Yeah, pretty bad. But regardless, um, what were you looking up there? Um, I was just looking. Well, I guess I'm looking at a bunch of different things right now. Um, <clears throat> but I was just looking at what species Hondo and Aqua was. And I was looking to see if we have any interesting news articles out there that talk about amazing fan theories. Um, I have some more. One reach, 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 reach that I talked about God knows how long ago when this show was announced. I think we might see Padme's tomb on Nebu. Well, I, I'm, this was, yeah, no, this we was talked back about when this. I made TikToks, the three that I have, um, the one that got us that one, that got a shit ton of views and yeah, no, um, I, th- which the more I think about it, the more I don't think that they'll go back to it. But I think you and I both wanted to see Obi-Wan and Vader confront each other in front of Padme's tomb. I don't think they'll be, I don't think they're going to be on. I, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to Naboo because that's kind of a hard location to hide mm-hmm. yeah no i don't think well i mean maybe not hide but more so in the sense of like i don't think that'd be a great place to have a confrontation because there's a bunch of people there on the city of Thede. yeah you could do you could you could stretch it yeah i don't know though i mean it'd be interesting to see um but i definitely think that we'll see padme and natalie portman's back as thor i mean in thor so dude <laughs> I saw another picture of her standing next to Chris Hemsworth. She is so jacked right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, she is built. She is very built. Yeah. Shout out to her, though. Yeah, shout out. She's like 40. No way. Is she? Yeah, she, dude, Natalie Portman's 40. Shout out to her, then. Um, what a G. Yeah, no. Um, she, uh, yeah, dude, I, I would find it very hard to believe, uh, Honestly, though, they don't even need to. They could have. They don't even need to bring Natalie Portman back for that, though. They can literally because I think Padme's tomb was like covered, sort of by like a, like like a sculpture kind of, of oh, her tomb. Yeah. Um. No, she's definitely. No, no, no. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, like for a flashback. Sorry, I did not set that up right at all. Um. I could definitely see her in a flashback. I because I definitely think they're going to be flashbacks in this show. Uh, Looks like you and I both were going to say something there. So, <laughs> oh well, you were you going to say the same thing about flashbacks to the Clone Wars? Yeah, I was going to bring up a specific flashback from the Clone Wars, one that didn't make season seven of the Tell episode me. arc. Well, we it's the the Utapa, um, Kyber that was Crystal a great arc. arc. That was a great arc. Yeah, if only they animated it. Um, that would have been much better to see instead of I the stick the figures. Sliding across the screen. Speaking of sliding across the screen, complete detour. Gotham Knights looks like dog water. Dude, um, Gotham Knights looks so dumb. I've the, seen so many people be like, Arkham Knight came out 10 years ago and it looks so much better. Dude, and can we just talk about the gameplay of the characters? Nightwing has Green Goblin's glider and Jason Todd can somehow run on energy beams in the middle of the air. I guess he has superpowers now. That's, oh my god! I was like, "What am I watching right now?" 
I saw that tweet and it was uh, from the Batman. It was like fans watching the Gotham Knights trailer and it's Penguin from the Batman. He's like, ah, oh, come on. What are you showing me? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But um, way, oh way, way. Guys. <laughs> exactly. Are you a rada, a rada? I'm a, uh, I'm way off topic here though. But um, back in the Clone Wars, I, the Utapa arc where Obi-Wan and Anakin are talking with one another and they're having the conversation about how, um, Anakin felt bad for failing Ahsoka and Obi-Wan was like, she made the decision by herself. You can't blame yourself for that. And Anakin was like, well, would you blame yourself if I fell to the dark side or if I failed you as a student? And Obi-Wan says no, and we'll never have to face that reality. Dude, if they did that, that would go so hard. No, I, I a hundred percent want to see that scene. Like that's the thing that I think I want to see the most out of this is see them flashback to the clone wars. So, okay take that scene for example or something to a scene of similar do you think dave is thinking about doing that oh my god yeah i think dave his greatest creation will always be the clone wars like i and the mandalorian is phenomenal but his greatest creation will always be working on the clone wars with george um and I think him getting the opportunity to put that in live action and have them in their live in live action Clone Wars. Like I know that at this part in the story in the Clone Wars, they wouldn't be wearing their general Kenobi and general Skywalker outfits with like the armor, but I think he would never pass up the opportunity to be able to put them in that. And especially with Deborah Chow at the helm, dude, I've watched. Okay. Cause I'm a dork for behind the scenes stuff for like star Wars. Like I watch all of these documentaries that come out on like, because I remember it was like the, the the director and the Jedi was the one for The Last Jedi. I watched that when it came out. I was more excited for that on the release than the like movie The director itself. for what? So it's called the, the... So each of the new Star Wars movies that came out... I don't know if the Rise of Skywalker has one. I haven't checked. But each... like So Rise of Skywalker... Or not Rise of Skywalker. Last Jedi and The Force Awakens have separate like little mini documentaries on making the movie. Oh, um, I'm familiar with this sort of. And it's the last Jedi one is the the director and the Jedi. And I I think that's what it's called. I'm like 90, I'm like 80% certain. Um, and I go nuts for like stuff like this. I've watched, it's, it's, yeah, the director love, and the Jedi. I um, love the scene with Ryan Johnson and Mark Hamill and like Mark's like, when he sees the Jedi temple getting burnt down in the last Jedi and like, he like has like an emotional breakdown and like Ryan Johnson is like, comforting him i know everyone's like this is not my luke skywalker it's like if you don't push your characters to the boundaries and to their breaking point you're not making an interesting story then but no yeah and um the thing i wanted to oh shoot where was i going with this where was i going with this oh yeah and so like in like character pushing stuff you see in the making of the mandalorian gallery disney gallery deborah chow has such a open mind in like listening she's such a listener to like the lore because she's like she's she like says like i don't know this stuff well but i know dave and john do and i just take what they want and i just like she just makes it happen i could i'm not that's not verbatim what she said but like that's like the vibe you get off of her and she does it in such a great way because her episodes of the mandalorian are the best well so she's basically doing what dave did with george when the clone wars was coming out like what George was, George was more of like a mastermind. Like he like had it and Dave refined it down and like created it more for like, he helped assist with the stories. And it seems more so this now where like Dave and John are more of like the preachers and the priests. And she's more of like a preacher, like in the scenario. Yeah. 
Yes. So I have, I have, I don't know, man. People who are like, oh, they need women in directing star. Like, dude, you guys are not watching the right stuff. Go to the TV, man. You're getting all of. Yeah, you're the, not looking at the I'll, right places. I'll be honest with you. I think the best directors right now in Star Wars is Deborah Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard, and I mean, I want to say Taika. J.J. Abrams. Oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> no, J. J. Jesus Abrams. Oh no, honestly, like. I, like outside of Deborah Chow and Bryce Dallas Howard, I don't know who I can like name to you that has like done a super outstanding episode. I mean, I'm not disregarding Dave, of course. Oh yeah. But, okay. The you can't. Was, you... The gunslinger was a really weak episode. Don't tell me like, I love Dave, but like, Oh, did he that do that one? one? Yeah. He did the gunslinger. That one was really, that was really rough at points, but didn't he did the, he didn't he do the Mandalorian, the opening. Did he hold up? Or maybe Dave. it was either him or John. I thought Dave, Dave did it though. Director. Uh, Dave has directed da, 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 filmography. Let me go down. Animation, live action. He was a director. Shoot, what the heck? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Sorry, folks. Uh, Looks like you're going on your facial hair too. Yeah, I don't have to shave it till this weekend, so. Okay, so he directed the initial episode. Okay, he did a really good job with that. The gunslinger yeah. is. Oh, he also did. Okay, he's so good. Okay, maybe Dave is really good at directing. Okay, outside of that, it's Dave. And he did From the Desert Comes a Stranger. Okay, I love Dave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you better watch. Just say. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm, I'm bordering on the. I'm bordering on blasphemy here. Um, God, I love this picture. I'm going to send you this picture of Dave. I love he's this a legend but you know i clone wars flashbacks i definitely definitely want to see um i think that that's like something that's like oh yeah what a great picture of dave what a awesome i'm gonna awesome post dave picture pictures if you see this on our instagram and you're listening later you'll you'll now realize why i posted this picture i forgot to say it at the beginning but yeah follow us uh at legionnaire pod on instagram twitter and tiktok uh emails legionnaire podcast at gmail.com and rate us on spotify the legionnaire pod or apple podcasts if that's where you listen wherever you listen rate us give us a five if not we can't really do anything about it but we'd, we'd like it if you did yeah if you rated us a five i'd love it exactly. Will would love it too. wow but um wow. No, I think that that would be a big thing to see in the series to see some Clone Wars flashbacks. Um, they need to. I don't. I would be more surprised if we. And again, this is something I'd be more surprised if we didn't see. Hmm. I th- I think that Deborah has a strong understanding. I think it's just again, it's just we're really, really hammering away that like we really want Kenobi to be the focus of this. And again, the third sister character, Reva, she might be a very interesting character. It's just like though. I'm greedy. I'm a greedy Star Wars fan. Give me all of the things I want. Otherwise, I'm going to cry really loud on yeah. Reddit. But, I mean, there's there another thing that I saw here as well. Um, let me take a look at this briefly. Um, oh, where did it go now? Where did it go? I don't remember now. Bummer. R.I.P. I don't see um, it. Do we think that um, I so how do we think the series will end? 
I think well, Obi-Wan's got to fake his death. Yeah. I was going to say, Unless, the only way that this series can end is with Obi-Wan faking his death. Yeah. Anakin cannot learn about Luke. Um, Obi-Wan will actually have to cut himself off from the Force and do what Luke did in The Last Jedi. Yeah, because I think he's already kind of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll probably open back up at something. Actually, you know, I think that he might still be connected at the start of the series. Because I think, think so? that's... Well, how is he connecting with Qui-Gon then? Oh, true, you're right. Shoot, you're right. Unless if he's cut off at the beginning of the series, something happens where then he has to reconnect and then like he has like the bit and then he has to... like It could like open where he's cut off has to connect back with the force and like it's a learning curve again where he sort of forgets about it and then he has to cut himself off again from it or he's still yeah. using it and by the end of the series he has to cut himself off yeah i think i think it's gonna go that or i think it's gonna go that route because which one i listed off too so the, the 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 latter not the opening up getting acclimated cutting himself off again i think it's because I think it's, we're going to watch him cut himself off because just as like, because it also give con- gives context for how Luke did it for mm-hmm. The Last Jedi. Because it's not just like a flip of a switch. No, exactly. It's going to be, it's very big and monumental for someone to do something like that. It's not something you should be like, oh, I'm on now, I'm off. Oh, I'm on now, I'm off. Because even in um, the High Republic book I, that I still haven't finished, The Fallen Star, I'm really close. Um, I, I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything, but Elzar Man has to like semi shut himself off from the Force due to the events of the rising storm and he doesn't interact with the fort. He's like still like opening himself back up to it's like, it's a very difficult process. It's not something that's just like a light switch. And as Vader says, don't be too proud of this technological terror. You've constructed the ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force. So I was going to finish that there, but then a fruit fly like flown to my screen or something there. And I was like way more focused on that. Remember when we were recording last summer and like all of a sudden this huge fly would pass my webcam. You were yeah. talking, and you're just like, whoa, that was big. Yeah. There was a bee in our apartment the other day and I had to suck it up with a vacuum cleaner. It was like a humming loud. Was it a big bumblebee? Yes, cow. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Okay. But like it's in, I want to go to the, the door, bath. push him out. I want no, bro. You haven't Put seen honey my in the right hallway, up. dude. It's a bee. You can't suck up I didn't a bee. Kill the bee. What'd you do with it? We let him out after How we sucked him up. See now, are you telling me the story of like the dog went to live on a farm up north, oh or is God. this dog dead? <laughs> Anyways, we're going to the next thing. I'm not. <laughs> we're not talking about a bee anymore. Um, bee movie. <laughs> <laughs> what does this say? Um. Jeez, I love I, reading. I love reading Kenobi. Diff, I love reading different things about Kenobi and just seeing how goofy people, just are. how uneducated some people are. Yeah, we'll chat about this in a minute here. But um, no, I think that Kenobi will definitely have to fake his death. And like to play off of your point, where cutting yourself off from the Force, it's I can't imagine. It's like just like something that you easily do. No, no. So, way. and I think I mean when a New Hope. When we're on the Death Star in A New Hope and Vader recognizes Obi-Wan's presence, he's like a presence I haven't felt since. It ha- He has to be referring to like this interaction. And obviously, I, 
Vader has to kind of win the fight between them because Kathleen Kennedy, look, she kind of hyped this fight up a little yeah. too fucking much. She said it was the rematch of the century. So that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big statement to say if this is just going to be some lame fight. Yeah. Like you have to like live up to their first fight in revenge of the Sith. And that was arguably the best fight ever. Yeah. Like for live action stars, that's probably the best duel in the entire series. I would say it is. I know you, <coughs> I know you have a different theory, but I think that, yeah, I don't know. I've, I have different thoughts than you on that. What do you think? You don't think that's the best one? Oh, I thought you think the Malverse or Ahsoka one is. That was a hot take. Yeah. That was I someone's think, hot take. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I thought you thought that for some reason. Um, It depends no. on how I'm feeling on that day. That Okay, that fight is the best monologue of all time. No, yeah, but I mean, there's more to the Kenobi and uh, Skywalker fight. Like, the score and everything that's like playing in like the whole it's just it's a beautiful fight so how much um john williams heat do you think we're gonna hear in this show i forget he's coming back to this too this is this is his last star wars project he scored oh, i think he only scored one thing i don't think he did the whole thing well again he came back to do it so yeah and you know he did the fight between anakin and obi-wan oh god i hope so if he uh, did something else i'd be like get the fuck out of here yeah um i'm gonna look i'm looking up who the composer is natalie holt okay what natalie holt what have you done damn i was hoping it was gonna be ludwig Gorenson or whatever his name is no see he wouldn't work okay she has done a lot of things i don't recognize whatever i mean I, she does good music she does good music i don't need to know she's done a, i hear duel of the fates Dude, they have been putting that in every single promotional thing, and if it is not shown for the show, I'm gonna lose my mind. They can bait us like they do with the Rise of Skywalker. Oh God, you need to get me started. Or Duel of the Oh God, there's Battle of the Heroes is not in this. Jeez <sighs> oh, Louise. Yeah, no, Battle of the Heroes is really underrated. Everyone's like, "Oh, Duel of the Fates is great." Nah, Battle of the Heroes is like when it plays, and you're playing the original Battlefront Two, 2005. And that song comes on. Oh my God. That's like my favorite part when you're playing the game. You can commit some serious war crimes. This is the CIS. I love hearing them. The the clone troopers say when you're playing as the Republic, it's like a command post has been taken by it. It's just, Ah! I love that. I love that. But I don't know. There's, there's a lot of anticipation for it, but it's hard to build off of like what they've shown in the footage because it feels very limited. Yeah. Um, I don't know what. I don't know. I, I'm, I'll be honest. I am a little concerned to get my ho- hopes super high. Cause I've been let down by star Wars before I have been let down before by them. And I don't want to be let down again. However, given where we're at, I think we're okay. Yeah, I'm uh I'm optimistic about the series. I um I think it'll be pretty solid. I don't know. I I think when we get closer to the date too, I'll be more excited, but for the time being, 
I, there's still a lot like we still have the vacation and everything that we're going on prior to the series there's, there's a lot that's happening before it so i guess mentally i'm not there i think when i get closer to it though i'll be sort of okay i'm ready to see kenobi yeah it's kind of weird like i'm not even thinking about this vacation we're going on i'm not thinking about anything until like i'm done with school Hmm. so i don't know we got a, we had a couple hurdles to get through prior to this but I'm I'm beyond excited to see the series, and I'm so glad that it's the first two episodes too. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. That is- and then then the next episode releases on Wednesday because I guess Wednesdays are now a thing now. Oh yeah, it's Wednesday. I kept it. Oh, I was thinking it's Friday. That's good that it's on a Wednesday, but I mean, yeah. push it back to Fridays. <laughs> Tbh. Yeah, yeah. Tbh. Wednesday is a hassle of a day in the week to watch. I mean, like, I'll always make time, but it's just. I agree. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else for Kenobi? Like, big theories? Um, See Yoda? Ooh, Yoda. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda. I don't think so. I don't, yeah, I don't so. know if Yoda's got a hologram projector on Dagobah. I think, I think it's too risky for him and Yoda to go see each other. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'd be together in person. I think they'd either try to connect through the force, but I don't think that's possible. We've only seen that between Ray and uh, Kylo. Yeah. Um, and I, I, like I said, I don't think, I don't think Yoda has a hologram projector on Dagobah. So, no, Yoda's net worth on Dagobah is damn near zero. I think Yoda might be able to like sense some things that happen in the force, maybe, but we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else, with Kenobi? Or are we we kind of? I, I I have nothing else to say. I am excited. They're gonna I am do. Too. They're gonna do an amazing job. It'll be it'll be a great day to be a Star Wars fan. A day long remembered. It can't come soon enough. Get your tickets now because we're closing the gates on the twenty seventh. Yeah, if you're not a if you're not a Ewan McGregor. Open Kenobi fan, send us a DM, send us an email. We'll accept you, but we have not heard from anybody so far. So you guys are all screwed. <laughs> You're screwed. But yeah, I guess with that, share the episode if you liked it. We already told you all the promotions and that stuff. We can do it again at Legionnaire Pod, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, email legionnairepodcastgmail.com. If you have any questions or if you're excited for Kenobi, give us a review on all platforms that you listen to us on. But uh, yeah, I guess with that, another happy landing. Nice. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs>